You are listening to the Health and Wellness Connection Podcast, the number one wellness podcast designed to provide the latest information to help you achieve your health and wellness goals. Our show features exciting guests, the latest in medical research, and in-depth discussions in current trends on weight loss, nutrition, and fitness. No matter what your interest, the Health and Wellness Podcast has you covered. And now, presenting your illustrious host, Dr. Barry, MD. Hey, it's Dr. Barry here. We here at the Health and Wellness Collection Podcast are always interested in hearing from our fans and our listeners. If you have any information you want to send out to us, or you have any questions you want to ask me or any of the uh, staff here, please do not hesitate to reach out. Our email is drberryhealth at gmail.com. That's drberryhealth, D-R-B-A-R-R-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. And lastly, you can find us also on our blog, www.controlyourweight. That's spelled W number eight.com. And of course, you can always find me, Dr. Barry, on Instagram at Dr. Barry MD and on Twitter at Dr. Barry Tech Doc. All one word. Again, thanks for listening to the Health of Wellness Collection podcast. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to any of those aforementioned uh, sites. Again, Dr. Barry, please enjoy the show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast, the first and foremost source of awesome and well-researched information to help you get to your ideal weight loss or weight gaining goals. Again, I'm your host, Dr. Barry here. Thank you again for joining us for another, well, I hope it will be a very informative and hopefully entertaining episode for you. We're talking about something that's kind of, you know, back to the basics of education and nutrition. Being that it's the fall, I guess fall is rapidly approaching, and, uh, you know, people are kind of getting back into the learning mood, I figured I'd kind of go back and really talk about some more core educational information that you really need to understand to really get a good grasp on how to kind of, you know, improve your nutrition, eat right, and make sure you're not over or under eating. So today we are talking about calories. What are they? What are they about? How do they measure? How do we measure them? how that relates to macronutrients and why those are important and why we got to understand what those are about. And lastly, we're going to kind of review a couple of cool apps that'll help you monitor and manage your caloric intake. So we're going to really kind of go over the entire gamut of calories and what they're about and how do we kind of understand them better so we can really, really get a good grasp of our diets. And of course, this is all kind of broken down as well in, um, the book that we have out, Next Level Weight Loss 2.0. So if you have any confusion from today's show, definitely go check out that book. Um, a lot of good information in there and, um, you know, written by yours truly. So definitely do that if you have any further questions or concerns. So today we're talking about calories. So what is a calorie? We hear the, the term calorie all the time. We all know that people say, you know, watch your calories, this and that. But do you actually know what that means? And it's kind of easy, but it's a little slight um, caveat there that I want to make sure you're clear on so you can really get a really good understanding of the actual term. Now, a calorie technically is the amount of heat 
needed to raise the temperature of one gram of water by one degree Celsius. Um, so this is basically energy. So when someone speaks of calories, you're really thinking of energy and kind of a unit of measurement to kind of monitor or measure said energy. Now calories in food um, provide energy in the form of heat. So when we say raise the temperature of water one gram, of one gram of water by one degree, that's technically heat that you would use to raise that temperature. So calories can provide energy via food so your bodies can turn food that you take or you ingest into energy. And so so your body can use food, turn that food into energy, which then your body is able to use to perform other functions and fuel other bodily, um, bodily functions, basically. So now technically, when we look at food calories, which is what we actually are looking at when we look at the, you know, the back of the labels of certain packaged foods and whatnot, those numbers you see are actually not calories. They're actually technically kilocalories. And the only difference there is that as opposed to the uh, calorie, which is the amount of heat needed to raise the temperature of one gram of water by one degree Celsius, a kilocalorie is technically a large calorie, which is the amount of heat needed to raise the temperature of one kilogram of water by one degree Celsius. So technically a kilocalorie is equivalent to 1000 regular calories. And just for simplicity's sake, uh, most of the food labels and food nutritionists and most clinicians, when we refer to calories, we're actually referring to kilocalories. So, you know, human beings are large creatures. And so the calorie is fairly small measurement. So kilocalorie is a little more accurate as far as determining the number or the amount of heat or energy needed for us to function when we do eat food. So um, when we look at um, <clears throat> another way of measuring energy too, Joule, which is for all my physics friends out there, or just for anyone who's into science, Joule is something that's also used to quantify energy. So <clears throat> since both calories and joules are both determinants of energy, there's some you know way you can convert the two. And technically, one small calorie is equivalent to 4.2 joules, which is also, you know, if you're looking at the kilocalorie, which is what we actually are looking at when we look at food labels, it's about 4.2 kilojoules. So don't want to confuse with too much uh, scientific mumbo jumbo, but the bottom line is that calories are the measurements of energy that we use to determine how much a piece of food that you ingest can give you. And so when we're looking at food, calories become critical because we know that our bodies require, you know, energy to function. We have to, you know, do the numerous bodily functions that we are aware of and those that we're not aware of. All of those require energy and your body is able to do those things by turning the food that you ingest into energy. So it's very important that when you eat for certain foods, you're making sure that the foods you do consume are able to give you the energy that you need to function properly. And if you, you don't want to also eat too much food, especially junk food, because you get what's known as calories, which are also known as empty calories, I should say, actually. And empty calories are called empty because if you have things that are high in calorie, but no in nutrition or low in nutri nutrition, you tend to have excess consumption of energy, which can lead to other problems, which we'll get into shortly. So overall, because food is our fuel, it's literally what our body turns into 
energy also uses that to form the building blocks to build new cells. It's so critical that you understand that what you put in your body is really what determines, you know, everything. It determines your health, determines how effective your body is at doing its tasks. Um, you know, it just really determines so much. So you really have to be cognizant of the type of food, the quality of food, what is in the food, how much of the food you're consuming to really, you know, do best by your body. And like we said earlier, calories come in different kinds. You have foods that are have certain amount of calories that are also high in nutrients. So you have calories and you have other nutrients that are essentially building blocks to allow the body to function. And you have other foods that are empty calories, which are low in nutrients, like sweet sugary drinks, which you know I don't like. But that's a classic example of something that's high in calories, but low in nutrition. So you have a lot of empty calories that your body has to figure out what to do with it. And usually it kind of does things that are potentially harmful to you. So <clears throat> calories are really important. So you got to really understand why calories, you know, if we don't understand them, can really cause us to really be in a perpetual cycle of weight gain. Because calories, like we said earlier, are units of energy. So if we like a car, for instance, if you have a, a car and you, let's say it holds 12 gallons of gas. So instead of putting in the 12 gallons that the tank can hold, you decide to put in 20 gallons because you just want to overstuff your gas tank with, with gas because maybe it's cheap that day or you're just feeling gluttonous and you want to just kind of overfill the, the tank. Now, cars are designed to only allow a certain amount of gas in their tank and then eventually it's going to spill out on the road and cause a mess and, you know, you just kind of have to throw the rest of the gas away. However, our bodies are way more sophisticated than that. We can actually tolerate over consuming what our require, required calories, required calorie needs are because we're able to create storage units, which are known as fat cells. So when you do, let's say, for instance, you normally require 2000 calories a day to function, do your normal activity and so forth. But let's say you decide to consume four or 5,000 calories. Let's say it's a big cookout, a lot of delicious food, cakes and pies, sweet drinks and everything else going on. You decide to go, go crazy and really overindulge. Your body is able to take in those excess calories and prepare them for storage in cells known as body fat. And so obviously, you know, fat is something we all have, but you know, if you're in the situation where you're over consuming calories on a regular basis, you're going to have large or excessive even amounts of body fat. And that can cause its own problems, which we'll talk about as well shortly. So the key is that calories are something that's very important when it comes to metabolism and understanding metabolism. And it's very critical that when you're looking at calories and looking at your diet, you're ensuring that your diet is well balanced and your calories are coming from various sources because every source of calorie has its own benefits. And there's different type of foods that have their own benefits as opposed to others. This is when we get into the macro, macronutrient discussion. Now, macronutrients are, again, another kind of way to classify food. And it's more kind of the things that our body needs or will use to convert into calories and the sources that it will use to get those calories from. There's really three major sources of macronutrients. We got the carbohydrates, which is, again, 
uh, starches, sugars, and so forth. We did a whole show on carbs and what really classifies a carb in a previous episode. Just check the archives and check into the carbohydrate episode. Also have proteins, another macronutrient. We also did a show on protein and kind of different sources of protein, differences between animal and non-animal protein sources. Check the archives as well. A lot of good info there. So link down to that if you have more questions regarding proteins and what defines a protein. But that is a macronutrient. And lastly, we have fats. Each type of macronutrient has its own level of calories that the body can get from such, such foods. For instance, carbohydrates, you can get about four calories per gram of carbohydrates for most foods that have, you know, that are composed of carbs. Proteins also give you about four calories per gram. So, you know, about roughly the same amount of energy can, the body can derive from those two sources. Now, fats are, again, a storage vehicle, so they actually hold more energy than carbs and protein. Fat actually has nine calories per gram of fat as far as the amount of energy your body can derive from, from fat. So, you know, fat definitely is something that's, you know, quite rich in calories and can be a rich source of energy. And something the body needs to actually perform its normal function. So all those three are very important. And it's really important that you kind of have a balance as far as where you're obtaining your calories from to ensure that you're having a balanced diet. Um, now, agree. The, ultimately, you know, um, there's a way you have to determine your amount of calories. And it's a very, con- as far as your daily calorie intake, and it's a very complex um, equation, which we won't get into here. It's in the book if you want to really get to the nitty gritty of the numbers and really figure it out. But this is when the apps come into play because the applications that are out today that help you monitor your caloric intake and outtake as well as what you're consuming and the sources of your of your food as far as the calorie sources and whatnot become very important because a lot of the apps can take all of the, the headache and the mumbo jumbo out of it and really kind of break it down to a very simplistic fashion for you to understand. So ultimately, calories and macronutrients, they're all linked. And it's critical that when you're looking at your diet, you're really analyzing where your food is coming from, what percentage of foods come from fat, what percentage come from carbohydrates, what percentage comes from protein. So, um, you know, this is really a deep discussion. We're going to just really, really on the surface here, but hopefully you'll get some enough information where you'll really kind of have a grasp on the calorie concept. Um, we're coming to the end of the first part of the show, but on the second part, we're going to really dive deep into macronutrients as well as these applications that I would recommend something you should check it, check out if you really want to start breaking down your caloric intake and really getting a, a better idea of what you're putting into your body. It's Dr. Barry here host of the Health of Wealth Collection podcast. Stay tuned. We will have an exciting second part of the show for you. Peace. Hello, hello, hello. It's Dr. Barry here again, coming back to you with more info, more hotness, more Health and Wealth Collection podcast. We're back again talking about calories, macros, and calorie counting apps. So we're back again, and we want to kind of, you know, kind of go back into what we were in we were talking about earlier and that's macronutrients so we talk about macros and the three kinds of macro groups carbohydrates fats and proteins and you know carbohydrates carbohydrates we said include sugars starches fibers you know they come they get broken down into glucose and eventually you get about four calories per gram of carbs that you consume 
Now, with the carbs, you know, it's a lot of, you know, controversy behind carbs. Certain diet dietitians or um, nutritionists will say, you know, low carb is probably ideal if you want to have, you know, increased weight loss. Others will say carbs are actually good and can be useful. They wouldn't recommend cutting it out completely, maybe reducing it slightly. But, you know, the, the numbers as far as how much percentage of carbs should be part of your diet varies quite a bit. And I tell folks that if you really want to determine that, you really have to look at your goals as well as your overall, um, you know, dietary um, choices and kind of really make something that's more comfortable for you. Um, personally, I would say um, most, you know, folks who recommend diets typically recommend carbs should be anywhere from 30 to 40 percent of your caloric intake, sometimes as high as 65%, depending on certain groups. So it's really not set in stone, but and it's really personal. So you really have to work with your nutritionist or your doctor and kind of figure out what will work best for you. Now, fats are the other type of macronutrients. As we said previously, very rich in calories, the highest level of caloric density. You get actually nine calories per gram. Fats are critical. You know, you need them for a lot of important bodily functions, especially hormone production, cell creation, muscle building, and so forth. And so um, typically, you know, fats are something that, you know, traditionally people recommend anywhere from 20 to 30% of your total calories come from fats. Others disagree, especially those who follow the keto diet. They go a little higher, 40 to 50%, depending on what kind of dietary goals and weight loss goals you're trying to uh, obtain. But ultimately... You know, fats are something that you need to also consume because it's very important for bodily function and the percentage really varies depending on your goals. Proteins, like carbs, are also four calories per gram and uh, very important for cell building and everything else and immune function, all sorts of important uh, bodily functions. Um, again, protein percentage as far as how much of your calories should be from proteins. Again, this also is extremely uh, varied as well. Some will say they prefer higher levels, close to 40, 50%, depending on your nutritional demands, especially if you're someone who's on a you know, high-protein um, diet, low-carb diet. Um, the others will say a little lower, 10 20%, especially if you have issues with your kidneys or you may have certain medical conditions like gout, which can be triggered with high-protein levels. So, again, it's really critical that you work with your doctor or your nutritionist to figure out what works best for you. Um, but ultimately, um, someone like my someone like myself who believes that you know moderation is key. I actually recommend doing thirty percent of each group and just keep it balanced. That'll help you know reduce some of those potential risks you can get by overindulging one group versus the other. So um, macros are, are really really important concept to understand, and they're pretty simple. But you know they all relate to calories and really kind of work together to kind of help you figure out what your caloric needs are. Now, the caloric needs, you know, like I said, it's a very complex equation, which we won't get into today. But ultimately, most of the apps that are on the market kind of have this information baked in where they'll help you determine your caloric intake recommendations, um, depending on your height and weight, as well as your physical fitness and activity level, your caloric needs may change or, or may, may differ from the next person. Someone who's very active, um, a taller, bigger person may require up to 3,000 calories a day to maintain a normal bodily function and normal weight and height. Um, someone who's much smaller, shorter, more sedentary, or less active may require 1,500 to, you know, 
you know, 1600 cars a day. So it really depends. But once you determine that, um, you can kind of get a better idea of what kind of meal you should be creating for yourself. So you can ensure you're getting well-balanced uh, foods with the appropriate amount of calories you should be consuming daily. Now, um, the question now becomes, what is the best way to track your macros and calorie intake? And that's when we come to the wonderful world of apps. <laughs> Before, this used to be a very difficult process as far as monitoring your caloric intake and outtake, um, or intake, I should say. Um, it used to be very complicated, a lot of writing, a lot of research. You had to go to the library, look up different foods and so forth. But thanks to the wonderful world of the internet, we now have access to all this information on the tip of our fingers with amazing cell phone apps. You can really just type in information and really get good info regarding caloric information, how much you're consuming, what your targets are, you can set those targets and so forth. And we'll get into a few examples of apps that can help you do that today. All right, so when it comes to calorie counting apps, I think my favorite one definitely has to be the one that's considered the OG, the king of all these calorie counting apps, MyFitnessPal. MyFitnessPal is, again, one of the most popular apps on the market, period. But as, f as far as calorie counting apps, it's definitely the most popular one. has over 80 million users, so uh, that's pretty impressive user base there. And um, the app itself is also extremely robust. has a database of over 5 million foods. So, I mean, it's really something. If you're, ha if you're having trouble finding your food that um, you're eating there, then who knows? I mean, it's probably some... You know, some rare, some rare dish that uh, no one's heard of, but pretty much everything is there. They have all the information regarding most popular restaurants, most popular common foods, extremely accurate data on the calories for each item, uh, each meal that you're eating. It actually lets you save whole meals into your app so you can kind of, you know, quickly recall different foods you like to eat and kind of log that information. So uh, it's extremely uh, uh, robust and it also has a lot of other cool features like a barcode scanner, which is actually something that a lot of apps are having now. Um, MyFitnessPal is one of the first ones that have one, but it's a really good way of you can kind of scan, you know, food packaging, which will immediately populate your app with all the accurate data um, from the uh, food that you're consuming. And the crazy thing is that the app is good because it helps you regulate your caloric intake and keeps you on track as far as how much you're eating and will prompt you, you know, when you're supposed to be eating as well as if you're overeating or if your calorie, you know, goals are being overshot. Um, so you would put in your weight, of course, and your height, and it will calculate how much you're supposed to be eating based on your goals. You know, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to gain weight, it'll help you figure that out as far as the best way to eat to get to that point. And it'll, you know, gauge it throughout the day and just really just kind of do a great job of, as far as coaching you as far as what you should be eating and how much you should be eating so you can kind of know the caloric intake of the foods you're putting into your body. So yeah, it's just a great app, very comprehensive. I always recommend it to folks who are looking at starting with something. Um, and a great thing too, that it also syncs to its its website, it creates a profile for you so you can kind of you know have that information on other platforms. So if you switch phones or lose your phone, you can always reinstall the app and get all your information back. So a great app with a very comprehensive database and just great feature set highly recommend it also has a great fitness tracker as well so you can do some cardio exercises that are already in there some strength exercises it's a great overall app for fitness and nutrition highly recommend it. it's been around for a while definitely a good way to go if you're just looking to get started 
MyFitnessPal. So that's on both Android and iOS. So should be available for anyone who really wants to get into it. Um, definitely do that if you want. You know, a good option. A good option for you if you're looking at getting a good app to help you, you know, monitor your caloric intake. Now, another good app that I would recommend, too, that's also very excellent. It's called Foodukate. Foodukate is another great app because it's also, you know, very um, easy on the eyes, if you will. Very pleasing uh, user interface. So you can really kind of kind of easily figure out how to navigate the app. That's one thing I do like about it quite a bit. It also has um, also the stuff like, you know, calorie tracking. Very similar to MyFitnessPal as far as its feature set. Has a barcode scanner. Has um, the ability to kind of, you know, put in your goals. You want to gain weight, lose weight. It will help you kind of adjust your diet accordingly. Um, it also will also give you some good tips on cooking. That's one thing I do like about this app as well. It has like almost like a, a feature will give you different cooking ideas point you to certain blogs that help you kind of come up with different ideas as well and it's uh you know extremely um you know i think helpful as far as promoting new foods new concepts things that will get you thinking outside the box that you may be currently in now as far as the database it's nowhere near as comprehensive as my fitness pal has about excuse me has about 250,000 um items on its database um however that number is expanding every day. That number is expanding every day, and I'm sure they're adding more and more uh, food options um, throughout the uh, every day, actually. So I expect that number to rise quite a bit. Um, one thing that's cool about Food UK as well is that it will also give a grading scale to different foods. So if you're someone that um, you know, if you put in a certain food, it'll look at the foods, you know, fat level, carb level, protein level, and calories, and kind of determine you know, if it's a healthy food or if it's a junk food, A being the healthy, D being the junk. So maybe a simplistic way of kind of breaking down food health worthiness, but still kind of a, I think, a unique idea. If you know if you're eating, a, putting in a bunch of food and you see D, D, D on every item you put in, you probably need to look at revamping your diet and maybe getting some more healthier options in there. So Foodukate is another great app. I actually like that one quite a bit. Um, user interface, again, is I think one of the positive points of that app so check that out if you um, are looking for another app to help you kind of monitor your caloric intake again that one also is available on both android and ios all right so another great app that i would recommend too for you know caloric monitoring is lifesum l-i-f-e-s-u-m on android and ios very good app it has a lot of a lot of great things as well it's also another awesome way to count and monitor calories um, it has an um, extremely attractive user interface, which I think is very important. So you don't get too overwhelmed or too confused because it really breaks it down very easily so you can kind of understand what you're doing when you put in your food options and when you're putting in kind of what you're eating. It's um, also fitted with a barcode scanner, so you can kind of scan your food as well and get that easy breakdown of the proteins, carbs, and fats that you've eaten. Um, gives you a lot of information as well regarding nutrition, like potassium and saturated fat levels. And really all the apps do that as well. So I shouldn't just say only this app does it. But it's just, it's just a very good, I think, user interface. It's also quite comprehensive as well. Um, now, they don't really actually limit or actually announce how many items are on there, but it's fairly comprehensive. So I wouldn't use that as a limiting or something you would count against it. Because it's definitely enough where you're going to feel that you're getting all your data based on what you're eating. 
So um, like MyFitnessPal, this one also has a exercise system where you can put in your information that you've been running or you've been doing whatever. It'll help kind of monitor that as well to give you uh, a good insight as far as how much calories you're burning combined how much you're eating to help you figure out if you're doing the right job regarding your caloric maintenance. So LifeSum is very good. Another excellent option for those looking to count calories. Lose It is another one I like as well as far as apps. Lose It's on Android and iOS. Very good app. I used to use this one quite a bit. Another great app due to its comprehensiveness, its user interface. Really all the previously mentioned features of their apps also are, are in this one app as well. Excuse me. Um, you can put in your goals and kind of help you determine, you know, if you're trying to lose or gain weight, it'll help adjust your diet accordingly. Um, has extremely large food database as well with tons of popular brands, both restaurants and grocery stores. Um, very excellent barcode scanner as well here. Um, and it also does some other cool stuff too, about mon like monitoring your hydration levels, how much water you're taking, how much sleeping you're doing, if that's going good or bad, body fat percentages. So it's pretty cool. A lot of good ways to help monitor different aspects of your diet. Another excellent app you should consider if you're looking at getting a good app to help you monitor your food intake. So yeah, there's so many great apps here. Um, we'll probably do one more and another one I would probably recommend if you're looking at doing a good, you know, um, calorie counting app would be, would be my diet coach. Uh, my diet coach is a cool app as well because it also does kind of a lot of the similar, um, things the other apps do as far as monitoring your food intake, helping you determine the caloric breakdown, but it does something different in the sense that it actually helps you with the mental issues associated with weight loss because it actually helps you stay driven due to the abundance of photos, tips, rewards that it kind of throws at you, you know, while you're using the app, kind of cheers you on and kind of gives you a lot of motivation. It'll put a cool picture of, you know, maybe a bikini that you're looking at wearing and kind of keep you motivated so you can stay on task and really keep, keep on with the goals you've set for yourself. You also have a progress tracker as well and reminders to drink water, you know, or eat if you're less calorie deficient. Um, just a lot of cool features as far as the motivational aspect of it. Um, a lot of the apps do it as well, but I think this one does it the best. So um, if you're someone who really has trouble getting motivated or losing focus uh, when you're doing kind of dieting or not dieting, I should say, and when you're looking at modifying your diet, um, my diet coach is an excellent option. So that kind of comes to the end of the show today. We have uh, you know a lot of information was spit out here. If you have any questions or concerns, um, go online and check out some awesome websites where you can get a lot of this information as well. Uh, one of my favorites is um, www.healthline.com. Check them out. Um, another great site is inkin.com. No, I-N-K-I-N. Another great site for good information regarding um, different uh, apps and so forth. Overall, you know, there's so much great information out there on the interwebs. Just be careful, but a lot of great sources you can get good info on. So go out there, get some of these apps that we've mentioned, download them, try them out. Let me know your thoughts. Again, you can always reach me on Instagram at DrBerryMD, on Facebook, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss, as well as um, our blog, www.controlyourw8.com. Again, it's Dr. Barry, your host. Thank you for joining us today. Y'all take care. Peace. 
thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Podcast. For more info, check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash next level weight loss. Our show can also be found on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com forward slash HW Connection. Lastly, for any inquiries, email us at drbarryhealth at gmail.com. Until next time.